In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is a Certified Information Systems Security Professional, or CISSP? Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is a CISSP. And with me today to do that is prolific InfoSec video blogger, Javed Malik, who spends his time not vlogging as a security advocate for Alia Vault. Javad, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, Timothy, and uh, thanks for, for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. So the, the, the toughy question right off the bat, what is a Certified Information System Security Professional, or CISP? Ah, uh, now, um, <laughs> that, that depends on which, which perspective you're looking at it from. Um, if you're looking at it from, from the organizational perspective, it's a certification um, sort of given out by the uh, ISC squared, uh, and it, it's there to, to certify and, and demonstrate that you know participants have a basic knowledge in uh, across sort of like the, the various domains of knowledge within information security. That, that's kind of like you know what what it is from that perspective. Um, I, I, from from a user perspective, it's um, it's like any other certification. You have to have some experience. You have to study a bit, learn how the the questions are asked in the exam, uh, answer them in in the way that they want them to be answered, and if you're successful, you earn a certification. Okay, and so I'm assuming that you are certified as a CISSP, right? I am indeed. Yes, yes, for for many years now. I think it was two thousand and three or four that I I got my CISSP. What and what was that process like for you? Uh, that that was uh, that was a really exciting process, actually. Um, so so back at at that time, um, I, w- I was working for a, a, a large financial institute, and the CISP was very new in in terms of at least in the UK. Uh, it, it wasn't widely known or, or anything. No, no, in our in our in our whole company, and um, we had like consultants, security consultants, and security operations people. Um, no, no one had it. So I, I I found out about it online, and I thought, hey, you know, I'm in this sort of like er, early phase of my career, and I don't want to stay in this one job forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I progress up the chain? And so I thought getting a certification would help open some doors. Um, internally as well as externally. Um, so, I mean, very few jobs at that time actually asked for a CISSP, but you know, you, you could see that some of them had begun asking. And I, I thought it would be a good differentiator for me at, at the time. So that, that, that's kind of like what triggered it off. I, I got the books, I looked up some resources, I, I, I attended uh, one of the training classes and um, Went went for the exam and uh, got got it that way. So um, th- th- there wasn't any sort of like magic to it. I suppose it was <laughs> pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, and it's everywhere now. You mentioned it not being very rare, and everywhere I look now, it's just it's just all over the place. It's I mean, it's not necessarily required, but it is at least preferred uh, on job postings. It is indeed. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like I suppose. In some ways, it's become a victim of its own success because some companies you look at, they're like, "Hey, you must the candidate must have a CISSP," mm-hmm. and and that that's a failing on behalf of uh, sort of like hiring organisations where 
you know, they, they maybe see it as, as an easy way just to say, hey, if we say we need someone who's got this certification, then that sort of like proves to us that they, they are a security expert. And, and that's far from the case. All right. So, so what is the value of having a CISSP? Ah, now, now we're getting to it, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the million dollar question. And really, it, it's like most things in life. It, you, the value you derive out of it is what, what you want to get out of it and, and how you approach it. Um, if, if you just go and get the cert and then carry on with your day job, um, you can argue that, hey, it's not adding much value, especially if you're like, you know, you've been in the industry for a number of years. If you've been in there for 10 years and you're, you're probably more on the um, uh, maybe the technical side as opposed to the management side or, 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 or you're, you're doing more coding as opposed to governance and stuff, uh, then maybe the, the value that one could perceive is, is limited. Um, I, I think personally, from, from my experience, it, it really helps people who are earlier in the career as opposed to someone who's later because you know if you've been working for 10 years and your experience is is everything and what you've delivered is what people should be judging you on but if you're early in your career and uh, especially if security is something that you've moved into later in your career like you know maybe you're working in general IT before that it it a gets you familiar with a bunch of the concepts uh, and b it kind of like demonstrates that you know you, you're actually choosing security as a as a conscious decision this isn't something you're just dipping your toe into and next year you're going to move on to doing something else or what have you you, you know you, there's there's a certain time investment that that you've put in here to to make this your career and i think that's one thing that it demonstrates to to people you know looking to hire is like okay this person is actually you know pursuing security as a career and uh, they're here for the lo- for the long game. So, so what are the requirements for the for the certification? I think it's like five years experience. It's like five years. You have to know like two two CISSPs. Have to like recommend you. Do you say CISP or CISSP? You, you know what? I, <laughs> I, it varies depending on kind of, on, kind of on depending. The, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's CISSP. You know, if I'm really going gangster, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, I, most of the time I end up saying cis, but I know that grates on a lot of people. So a lot of people say I hate it when you say that. So I, really? I tend to avoid saying that. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've had I've had people um, tell me I never heard it said that way before. I always called the CISSP. So they're kind of like intrigued by it. They're like, and they don't know how to take it. Yeah. <laughs> so what you need is a minimum of five years uh, full time security professional work experience. Uh, I, I think a minimum of two in, in two of the domains, um, and uh, I, I think there's some stipulation. If you've got a, a higher college degree or, or a university degree, it can drop down to four years instead of five. Uh, so, so that's like kind of like the prerequisite. Um, if you don't have those that year's experience, you can still go and take the exam. Um, it will be. Uh, uh, assist light it's it won't be a full-blown assist but it'll be like you've done the exam and you and and you you've passed it but because you don't have the full experience you you get something that's that notes that it's a, a limited sort of edition kind of CISP. Uh, and and I think that then gets upgraded once once you've completed your your experience. Yeah, I think I think that's more from what I've read about that it seems to be more like for the college students coming out of college that want to go into security. Yeah that's right that's right yeah. 
So is this is this cert- certification uh, a benefit for tech people, or is it more of a benefit for uh, like a management leadership type role? So primarily, when you when you look at uh, the the uh, it's uh, infamously uh, the the subject material is called as uh, an inch deep and a mile wide. So it, it covers a breadth of security topics, but doesn't go into great depth in, in any one of them which makes it kind of like an ideal candidate for more the, the management side or the hands-off consulting or governance, that kind of role. Um, for, for te- I mean, tech is, is a far more sort of like focused discipline. And, you know, you, you know, you get very few people who are just very broad tech generalists. Like, you know, they, 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 they learn certain skills and, and they tend to deep, uh, dive deep into it. Um, I, I, I suppose... Um, there's benefits. I mean, tech people, if you're working in a, especially in, in large companies, sometimes you're so siloed and you're working on one thing. Um, something like this can be good in that it gives you that, that breadth of experience, uh, that exposure very, very, very quickly. Um, but, but overall, I'd say it's probably more for the, for the governance and, and management side of things. Okay. So, and, and one of the things that I think is a theme that we're kind of talking about is that this is more, this is like a certification. It's like any certification in that it's really more for uh, getting an opportunity or learning a little bit about another area of security. And um, it's not the end all be all. So like I, I've started studying for the CISSP and I feel like it's more of like a structured format for uh, studying different areas within information security. I mean, I already have a pretty broad background, but being able to have it in like a structured format, I think helps me. Like it, it's not an end all be all. It doesn't mean that you're like suddenly a, a security master. Oh, no, no. I, I, I don't think any, I don't think anything, especially within security is, is the be all and end all. Uh, a, anyone who, who claims to be a security master is uh, normally lying. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what what we see typically is, um, I, I mean, I see information security as as a discipline is kind of a bit like medicine, in that there's lots of different specializations people go into, mm-hmm. and they they vary greatly. So, like you know, a, a heart doctor or, or a heart surgeon is probably very different from uh, uh, someone who who deals in in skin conditions. Um, I mean, they both can be experts in their area and they're both sort of like medical professionals, but, you know, the, the, the actual skill set and, and the knowledge you need it, uh, varies greatly. And, and, that's, and you know, ultimately they, they never save their patients. They, they're going to die anyway. So uh, security is very similar. We, we, we can't stop data being breached eventually on, on a long enough timeline. And there are very uh, sort of like specialized areas within that, you know, so, so someone could be, you know, very technical or very focused on some areas. Someone could be more of a uh, sort of like a generalist. Someone could be more of a strategy person. Someone can be more of an architect. And, and these are very different skills. And, and no one certification or education plan can, can, can give you all of that. All right. So what does it take? And you've kind of touched on this a little bit as far as the studying for it. But what do you feel is the best way to go about getting certified? Uh, for for this, it's a, a lot of it is it's quite a common sense uh, kind of uh, certification in that if if you've worked for for those five years or or, or more in the industry, 
you, you'll have a good grasp on on, on a lot of the the the, uh, the the topics that it covers and, and touches upon. Um, the the other thing is sometimes you can get like uh, uh, where where people kind of like fall fall down a lot of times is. Um, they're, they're just not very good at performing within an exam environment, and, and that's, you know, some of it's down to you know how their education is or how many exams they they face growing up. I mean, it's a multiple choice um, exam. Uh, so if, if you can find sort of like sample questions in some of the books or or some on on site uh, websites, I'd say go go through the going through them and practicing the exams and getting familiar with how the questions are structured and getting used to answering. In that in that way uh, would would go a long way in in actually getting the certification. Um, that that's what I found the most useful myself. Yeah. So and that's that's one of the things that I'm I'm finding too is that there's like everyone talks about the questions. Can can like not going into actual details of questions, but what can you kind of dive into that a little bit more about the questions and how like they seem unique to that 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 exam. Yeah. So. The, the questions are, uh, and they, they may have changed them now, but, you know, I, I gave the exam many, many years ago, but the, some of the questions were really um, designed to test your understanding of the question itself. I think that, that was the most challenging part. Once you actually understood what the question was asking, finding the answer was easy. So sometimes there would be like double negatives within a, a question, or it, it would be just like a, you know, a, a really weirded weirdly worded way of, of putting a, a, across a question. So I, I, I'd say, again, if you're looking at these, you know, the, the official books or, or, or some websites that give you the sample questions, you can get an idea of how it's structured. Because that, that if, if you're used to seeing the questions and understanding them quickly, uh, th- then you can breeze through exam, but y- you know what I mean. <laughs> right, right. No, you, ha- you have a better, you can be more prepared for the type of questions, which is which is why I ask that, because that seems to be one of the things I hear about a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the website I used, and I think it's still up, is cccure. Okay, I've heard of that one before. Org. Yeah, I, I, and that had the best sort of questions that I found in terms of, like, they, they weren't taken from the exam or anything, but they were structured in in the similar way so i'd go through and do one domain at a time and then i'd combine like three domains and then i'd go through and do the whole you know 10 domains as they were back then and uh, just repeat through them time and time again so yeah so it sounds like we're gonna for, for taking the exam it's a good idea to kind of invest both you're gonna be investing time obviously but also probably gonna have to invest a little bit of money and and because i know those 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 practice exams aren't aren't necessarily free yeah. Um, so, so the ones on CCC URE um, at the time they were free. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they still are. Okay. But, uh, but there's no harm. I mean, like anything, you know, if if you invest in it, it, it'll, it'll be easier. But there are lots of free resources out there now. I mean, there there are free exams. There are free sort of like YouTube tutorials um, and and videos where people go through each of the domains and explain them in their own way. Um, so, so I, I think there's plenty of material out there that if, if you're stretched for, for, for cash, then, um, you know, there's plenty of free resources out there. Okay. All right. So I guess while we're, while we're kind of on the top of the topic of taking the exam and some of the resources, are there any other resources that you can recommend for taking the, the certification? Um, 
or any kind of strategies even for for uh, for the exam itself. So I I, I think the, the the strategy is like uh, just pay attention to the questions and and you know I, I suppose I'm laboring the point, but I I think that that was the most important thing for me. Um, the the other thing is like you know probably not so much for the exam, but just generally when you go through a particular domain or area. Um, try to relate it back to your day job or you know potential job and say okay how would I apply this in 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 the in the real world because it is a very much an academic kind of uh, exercise it, it goes through a lot of the domains in uh, well all the domains go through the the, the subject matter in, in an academic format um, but you know you can take each one of those ones and and you can say okay how does this actually work in real life or you know how can I apply it in my day job uh, what, what can I take from here and how do I bring it to life? Um, about, about a year ago, I, I published a, a, a very short ebook. It was just like 99 cents or something. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it's called the CISP Companion Guide. Uh, and basically, what, it's not really to pass the exam, but it, it actually addresses the domains and um, overlays my own personal experience as to like, how it actually works in real life. Mm-hmm. So whereas like, you know, we might have asset security and, you know, the book says, oh, you, you, you must classify all your assets and do it this way, this way, this way. And, you know, I'll be like, well, OK, that's great in theory. But in practice, you know, when you work for a very large multinational, say, like company, like a bank or something, uh, that just doesn't happen. So what you can do is like maybe group them into bulks of really high critical assets and then hope for the best for everything else. So, so it's that, that kind of like anecdotes and what have you that, that I try to bring it to life. And that's what I personally found most useful. And, I, I, you know, I recommend other people try to do that as well so that you, you actually gain real value from learning this stuff. Yeah. So, and so it sounds like you kind of want to have a little bit of experience within the security space. Yeah. yeah. Or it's, it's, more bene- it's very beneficial for having that kind of, kind of experience. It, exactly. Yeah. And so what was that? It's this, uh, what, what was the name of the book again? It's called the 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 CISP con- companion guide. Okay. Uh, the and then there's a subtitle. I can't remember. It's a, it's a long subtitle. It's like, <laughs> you know, facts and um, uh, you know made up stories around the ten domains of, of so, security. So just go search for your name on Amazon.com. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You'll find it. Okay. Is there is there any other resources that you can recommend? Um. There's not, there's not much else really out there. I mean, there's not a great deal to it. I mean, there's the official guide, and you can get so, sort of like the outlines and what have you. Mm-hmm. There, there's some, and, and then it depends on on how how well you learn. I, I I think I saw some of Sean Harris's videos on YouTube for uh, for free, uh, but I mean her her books are are, are really good. They they go, go into a lot of stuff in, in detail. Um, so, you know, I, I guess it's, you know, some of it's, you know, how much do you want to learn about security? And the other part is, are you just learning this to pass the exam? And if you just want to pass the exam, you can get the official CBK uh, from ICK, uh, IC squared, um, and that will do the job. But if you get something like Sean Harris's book, then, you know, you get a, a lot more sort of like uh, meaningful content, I suppose. Yeah, the only thing I can see with that one is that um, they just updated the certification back in March of 2015. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, 
I don't know if too many books out there right now. Although that might be a good one. I've heard that that's still got like at the very least it might have like sample questions in there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 the domain changes didn't really change the content a, a ton. Uh, a lot of it was just re- reorganization of it, of it, and the, and there's some new, you know, some newer technology stuff, but basically it's still the same. Right. Okay. So I, I feel like you know this kind of this conversation kind of went in a little bit. Of, I kind of figured we'd touch on this, but we've kind of really gone down towards <laughs> the actual certification itself, uh, which I find interesting that we've we've kind of talked about that, and that it's not like like we talked about earlier. You're, you're like a security guru after getting this certification. It, 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 and I feel like certifications are just kind of like a starting point for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they are literally a, a starting point. And, you know, I, you, I'd say before taking this or any certification or even higher education, given how expensive they are these days, <laughs> I'd, say, I, I'd say, you know, the, the you should have an idea in your mind as to what your plan is and how you're going to leverage it. Um, IC squared or any certifying body or your boss, no one is going to uh, help you uh, leverage your skills uh, other than yourself. And I, I sound like one of those life skills gurus now, but <laughs> but it, it's like there, there are different paths to to achieving success within uh, your chosen uh, your chosen profession. And there are plenty of examples of people that have gone through a formal education, uh, gone through certification, uh, and, you know, they've got multiple certifications. You look at their email signatures, but that's the route they took, and they ended up very successful. Uh, and, and just as equally, there are plenty of examples of people who've just, like, been school dropouts, uh, who, who are working normal jobs, but then they found a passion for security, and they worked it in their own time, and they ended up getting very good jobs in information security, and now they're doing very successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's no kind of like one correct path for, for everyone. Um, and it really you know, depends on what your own personal skills are and what your own ambitions are. And if you can try and map that out to a degree, then you'll find a lot more value from doing a certification or not or, or however you want to do it. Excellent stuff. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, what would you like to plug? Uh, you're obviously on Twitter at J4VV4D. Uh, you're also on YouTube. Yes, I'm on YouTube. Uh, I, I appreciate the YouTube love more more than anything. Uh, I also have my website. Um, and uh, oh, also, yeah, Host Unknown is this mm-hmm. group of that I'm part of, and we just we we've got our own YouTube channel as well. It's Host Unknown TV. Uh, we we do music videos and we we, we well we we've done two so far so I don't, I don't say we do music videos but but we, we make fun videos so go check them out there, there's one called the CIWSP that's like a, a rap song uh, talking about the the certification so um, that you know you can see what what it's like once you get the certification how life changes. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to say that uh, you guys are kind of like the boy band of Infosec. <laughs> well boy boy is, is 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 a very generous term given our ages but thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well thank you for joining me to discuss what is a cissp cool thanks timothy and that will do it hopefully learn something if you didn't drop me a line on twitter at timothy d block that's d e 
B-L-O-C K or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. Let me know what you didn't learn and we'll cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out my Patreon page at P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash E-I-S. Have a good one.